This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined, as always, by Perry Goldstein. And we just got done with the 2023 NFL draft. It feels like we've been talking about the draft and thinking about the draft and doing mock drafts for the last two, three months. And now we know who our, our next uh, batch of Packers are. It feels kind of surreal. We do all this study and this prep. The draft lasts like 72 hours. <laughs> and then we go back to looking at the draft for next year. But we have a 13 new prospects to talk about a very large class. I don't have mm -hmm. any facts if that's the largest of all time, but it feels like it should at least be in contention for the, the largest Packers draft in the common era. So well done, Goody and staff. But Perry, what were your, I guess, just holistic thoughts on the draft before we break this down by day and player? So just looking at the draft as a whole, I think the Packers absolutely crushed it. And that's not even a homer take. I feel like I could very easily say, some negative things about the draft and have in the past, but I just think they got great value at on all three days. They grabbed players that they needed, but also like didn't reach for anybody crazy, except if you want to talk about Sean Clifford, which we will. And, oh, we will. <laughs> oh, we will. And they just did their thing. You know what I mean? People have a lot of thoughts about the way the Packers draft, but like this was just such a Packers draft, right? They love their freakish, like, moldy moldable like balls of clay in the first round they're not gonna they have premium positions that they like you and I have preached this for the last two months that we've been covering the draft we always say the Packers don't reach for certain positions in the first round they like high ceiling athletes they did that they grabbed their you know new weapons for their young quarterback day two and then I think they got a bunch of really, you know, nice guys on day three for their needs and their value, right? Day three is kind of just like throwing darts at a dartboard and seeing what happens. But I just like all in all think they did a fantastic job. And I'm really excited to see which of these guys are going to make, you know, immediate impacts and how they're going to develop. Yeah, I mean, 
this felt like such a Packers draft. And, you know, we had said on this very show, like if you had to ask us what our opinions were going to be or what the pick would be night one, it would be an edge rusher. That's just the premium pick that Goody seems to value more than just about any. When Christian Gonzalez was on the board, it was a little bit tempting. I, I thought maybe we could see uh, see some change there. But no, Luke Van Ness, we'll get into him in just a second. I I thought that this draft was phenomenal. You know, we'll talk about some maybe questionable choices in the, the, the end of day three. But it's like you said at that point you're kind of just prioritizing guys that you know could come in as undrafted free agents but you want to make sure they land in your camp and not someone else's camp so if you spend a pick you spend a pick and goody had 13 picks to spend so all right let's get things started with the 13th overall pick in the 2023 nfl draft the packers stayed put a lot of speculation that they might move around and they took iowa's lucas van ness on Thursday night. Initial thoughts, initial impressions, Perry, when an edge rusher came off the board to Green Bay. So a couple of thoughts. One being I was surprised the Packers stayed put. Um, The board fell really nice for them on day one, and they very easily, I think, could have traded back and gotten some more draft capital. They ended up doing that in day two instead. But I was surprised that they stuck at 13. And they had, a, like I said, the board fell super, super well for them. And they had a lot of options. You already said it. Christian Gonzalez was there somehow. Um, They had... JSN, which I know Packers fans were like pounding the table for there. Um, He actually didn't end up going for another like 10 or so picks. So didn't do anything too hasty. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I mocked Miles Murphy in ours. He was still there. He got picked at the end of the first round. So they just like had the pick of the litter. But LVN, which I'm now going to call him. No more JSN. LVN. (laughs) Elvian is just the most Packers pick that has ever Packered. Like I said, he has this high RAS. He comes from a Big Ten program. He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear. He's only 21. He's got like all these athletic traits and tools. He's just like Rashawn Gary, just needs a little bit of refining. And he's just about to go into the perfect situation because he doesn't need to be edge one. He's probably going to only end up needing to be edge two, depending on what happens with Preston. But he's going to now be in an incredible room with a great coach, a bunch of vets and guys who are going to like really kind of mold him into what he can be. I think he has like one of the highest ceilings of all of these guys, especially the edge rushers. And I think he's got drafted in a position to like kind of meet that threshold so I'm super excited and it is a position of need I think I tweeted this out but I don't know how you watch the pass rush after Rashawn Gary went down last season and not think that edge isn't a need I think you can always always take um just an edge rusher this high because those are premium guys right you're we got the value if you will at tight end and wide receiver on day two great value impact players you're not going to get that kind of value at edge in day two. The, the, when the, where the Packers took is where you get those like kind of premium athletes. So I love it. I'm super excited. He just feels like such, such a Packer. <laughs> he really does. You mentioned already 6'5", 272 at 13 and a half sacks, 19 and a half tackles for loss over two seasons, having not started. So shows you what kind of impact he makes when he's on the field, not as a starter for Iowa. 
21 years old, turns 22 right before training camp starts, was a freshman All-American, second team All-Big Ten this past season. So second team All-Big Ten for not starting, yeah. not being a starter for that Iowa defense. Runs a 4-5-8-40, which is terrifying for somebody that large to run that fast. Just everything that Brian Gutekunst covets and loves at a premier position. And we'll get into it when we talk about day two, but it just made so much sense. There are certain positions that he values and will prioritize over all others. And edge, maybe corner, probably tackle, I would say would be the three that really kind of align. And he had options. He had plenty of options at pick 13, but he stayed true, took Lucas Van Ness. And we're talking about this probably being Preston Smith's last season in Green Bay. So you're hoping Rashawn Gary comes back super healthy from the ACL. It sounds like he's on par to potentially start the season, but given the injury history that we've seen from recent ACLs suffered by Packers players, it's hard to bank on that. So thinking about a dynamic tandem of Rashawn and Lucas Van Ness for years to come is really exciting. And I think my favorite part about the selection um, when I watched some of his like tape and some of his highlights and things like that, it felt very much to me like he could rush from anywhere. He could kind of play that Z role. And then you listen to Brian Gutekunst talk and unprompted, he mentioned that they can move him around, rush him from inside, outside, over the nose, which I thought was so valuable to the Joe Barry defense. So really excited to have him as an option um, for this Packers defense. Somebody that doesn't need to necessarily come in and be an immediate impact player, but I think will be given the situation that he's in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I completely agree with that. I think you hit the nail on the head. Doesn't need to be, but will be. And I think because of his versatility and where he can line up along that defensive line, it's also not to put too much on these guys, but when you're taking 13th, you kind of assume there's going to be some level of production immediately. (laughs) And I just think the fact that he is so versatile, it's going to have a a little bit of like a ripple effect right along the line and allow the rest of the guys to do what they're great at, allow Preston to be himself. I mean, if Rashawn can start the season, by God, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I know he's attacking his rehab the way he attacks everything else. He just graduated from Michigan too. So congratulations, Rashawn. But, you know, I just think Lucas is going to slide in there and they, they lost a couple of guys on the line too. You think about Dean Lowry and, um, Jerron Reed. And while they didn't have maybe the impact the Packers hoped that they would, we all know the kind of player Dean Lowry was, they had meaningful snaps. And now someone's going to have to come in and fill that hole of those snaps that both those players played. And let's be real, Lucas Van Ness is a, while he may not be as refined as you would like, he's easily an upgrade, I think, from both of them in terms of like what he can do, especially rushing the passer. So I'm really excited about it. I think that the line now feels really strong to me. Some really nice rotational pieces too with Slayton and K- uh, JJ Anagbare and 
depth feels a little bit safer and you can maybe get Quay Walker in there on some blitzes. And it's just now seeming like really, really fun. Um, and I hope Joe Barry enjoys all the tools that he has in his belt. I will say uh, the last thing before we jump to day two, I really appreciated that Brian Gutekunst had mentioned like, you know, the idea with Rashawn Gary, he could have played right away. You know, Goody was like, he could have played more. We could have played him more, but we didn't need him to because we had Zadarius and Preston. And Lucas Van Ness feels the same way where we don't know how many snaps he's going to get, but they didn't draft him and say, hey, he's a project. Every NFL draft pick is a project, regardless of if you're taken first overall or if you're mystery relevant. You are a project when you get to the next level. Like you you hope you haven't hit your ceiling in college. Like all of these guys have room to grow and develop. So the fact that I thought it was important for him to say, like, we probably could have should have played Rashawn Moore and didn't because we had that room full so Lucas Van Ness falls into a really similar category where he might play more than Rashawn did his rookie year but expecting him to be like you know this this finished product it doesn't happen because that doesn't happen for any prospect yeah I think that was such an important thing for him to say as well it was like such a good soundbite from him because he's right and I think so much of the draft is projection right you said it perfectly they haven't hit their ceiling yet, you hope, right? If they do, then maybe they're not, (laughs) you know, maybe they'll be productive, but you're looking, especially at pick 13 for someone who has very much not, and it has more growth ahead of him. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 